Embrace Your Dharma. This year's Inner Renewal Retreat theme is Embrace Your Dharma, Your Path to Liberation. We're delighted to announce that for the first time, we'll be streaming all of the classes free of charge. Over 2,000 people have already registered. We hope that you too will join us. Throughout the week, Davy and I will be exploring the profound and multifaceted concept of Dharma, which has various shades of meaning. One, it is the eternal and inherent nature of reality. Secondly, it is the cosmic law underpinning order in the universe and in human society. And thirdly, it is the right duties and behavior for each individual according to his role and station in life. Swami Kriyananda often captured the essence of Sanatan Dharma in this way. We were created by God as an extension of his consciousness, and it is our destiny to return to him. When people ask, what is my Dharma? They generally mean, what is good for me personally? What choices should I make regarding career, marriage, and parenthood? Should I move to this place or that? While these are significant life decisions, we shouldn't start here. It is helpful to recognize that we have two dharmas, the timeless dharma of the soul aiming to reunite with God and the dharma of our current life. Happiness and success will follow only if we align the actions of this life with the eternal dharma of the soul. As we experience the progressive development of successive lives, our dharma shifts. Spiritual awareness or specific gravity advances from being heavy, dull and indifferent, to ego-active, self-absorbed and reward-oriented, to finally becoming light, spontaneously drawn to higher truth and unselfishness. Although most readers of this blog fall into the light stage, we, we occasionally face lapses in judgment when our energy drops. It is then that we stray from our higher dharma and make choices that get us in trouble. We could save ourselves endless trouble and heartache if, before any important choice, we would ask, Will this help my spiritual evolution? There's a larger issue also. When we act dharmically, we bring light into the world. As Yogananda put it, quote, The ills attributed to an anthropomorphic abstraction called society may be laid more realistically at the door of every man. Utopia must spring in the private bosom before it can flower in civic virtue. Man is a soul not an institution. His inner reforms alone can lend permanence to outer ones. End quote. To act dharmically, consider these three practical steps. Get centered before you decide. Meditate deeply before making important decisions. A calm mind and heart activates our inborn intuition. For life-defining choices, 
It is helpful to get away from our daily routines and spend time in a calm, spiritually uplifted environment. For everyday decisions, a few deep breaths to center yourself can make a big difference. Secondly, seek guidance. Pray to God and gurus for direction. Their guidance is there when we listen sensitively. It also helps to consult with trusted spiritual guides and friends. Ask with openness and trust. Paramahansa Yogananda has a beautiful affirmation. Quote, I go forth in perfect faith, in the power of omnipresent good, to bring me what I need when I need it. End quote. And finally, adjust as necessary. After arriving at a decision, it is important to reevaluate your course from time to time and make adjustments as needed. I'm reminded of a cartoon of a man and, and a woman in a car that is stopped in front of an iceberg with a polar bear on it. The caption reads, When they told us to turn north, maybe we should have asked them how far. Finally, remember that as long as we try to act dharmically, we can't go too far astray. After all, we are extensions of God, and it is our destiny to return to him. Let's relax and fill the journey with joy and delight. In the light of Dharma, Nayaswami Jyotish. So this whole question or issue of dharma is really central to our spiritual life. It really means to live life righteously, or at least this life. And if we live this life righteously, we will progress as rapidly as God will allow us in maturing spiritually until finally we are mature and ripe and ready to drop from the tree of successive lives and reunite with him. But acting dharmically or righteously in this life is extremely important because when we act adharmically, we create a lot of trouble for ourselves. A person who is a liar has constantly to deal with the implications and ramifications of his lie. A person who doesn't care about others and acts selfishly has to deal with their selfishness toward him, and so on. Uh, it goes uh, with the law of karma, is, re is uh, connected to dharma. If we act dharmically, our karma will be good. If we act adharmically, the karmic ramifications of our actions will return to us to help us learn that it is against the natural law of God to act the way we acted. And gradually, over repeated lifetimes, we learn, well, let's not take the long road. Let's try to go straight toward our goal. And the best way is to act as righteously and as up, with as uplifted a consciousness as we can in this life. If we do that, as I say at the end, we can't go too far astray. Just do the best we can. And then 
God will take care of the rest. He's watching our heart and watching our our aspirations. And God is made of pure love. And so that love is reflected to us and within us. So as I say, let's just relax and travel this journey, this beautiful journey, the quest for self-realization with joy and delight. God bless you all.